I'm going to tweet about it. Check this out. I'm going to tweet about it. Watch. Testing a live pod today. Here we go. And then I'm going to do an emoji. Which one do you want me to do? I don't know if I can see it. No, I'm just doing an emoji in on Twitter, Jake. Twitter. Have you ever heard of Twitter? Oh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a money emoji and a fire emoji and an eggplant emoji. I knew that was coming. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All righty. Here we go. Let's do it. <clears throat> Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game Week 9 just finished up and Game Week 10 is on the horizon. It was an interesting week. Lots of fun COVID things after the international break. Jake, how are you, buddy? You know, hanging in there. Are you? Yep. That's pretty good for you at this point in your life. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. We, uh, we're actually doing something different today. Uh, I just sent out a sick tweet about it, so whatever. Uh, we're trying to run our pod live via our Discord. So we have a handful of people that are listening live right now. They had to hear us set up. That was kind of an ordeal. Uh, but we have a handful of people listening uh, t- right now, so we're testing it. We're going to see how it goes. We might uh, we might extend the platform a little bit. You know, when you, you become as big of a deal as we have, you know, you have to find ways to reach your audience more intimately. No comment on that, Jake. I, I just wholeheartedly agree, so I don't know what else to say. Yeah. You want to get intimate with our audience, let me tell you. Yeah. If it builds the pod and that's what needs to be done, right. I'm going to do it. Wow. You'll do anything, won't you, for a little fame? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm literally, I, I, uh, I was telling everyone else before, I'm literally recording down in my basement right now. It's really kind of sad. I'm like hunched over a workbench, like recording because my wife's asleep and I refuse to wake her. Healthcare. She's been doing it for like 10 days straight. And I was like, I can't wake her up. So anyways, it'll be an interesting little pod here. Hopefully things work out. But, uh, I thought I'd start off with a fun little topic just so that we could get riled up today, Jake. Uh, And that topic is that I think people have become far too sensitive in the FPL community. Um, Let me let me tell you, let me tell you about what what went down. Um, Well, it kind of goes down every week, like every single week. We basically have people that come out and are like, I can't believe so and so posted they had a good score or I can't believe so and so said that getting rid of Salah was a bad idea. And it's just really starting to get a little bit ridiculous, in my opinion. I'm gonna roast. Uh, I'm gonna roast Mark on this one. I love Mark, uh, FPL Virgin, but um, Mark sends in uh, celebratory tweets like the ones below make me feel like shit during the bad game week, and then he puts some tweets just like that. Is it hypocritical for FPL Lieutenant to post tweets like this while at the same time telling people to log off Twitter if for your own mental health? Um, so the tweets were about. The, the person's success for the game week. I've done very well and I'm really excited. Okay, and then some of the people responded, I can't believe that you're happy. So I, I just don't really get it. I mean, the only person that I get upset if he's happy is you. Yeah, which makes sense. 
I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, so you have a good game week and you go online and you're like, I had a great game week. Okay, let's just start with that one. Is that appropriate to do? I think that's appropriate. Okay, now you go online and you and you say, I had a great game week and it's because I made a special move that a bunch of other people didn't make. Is that appropriate? I think as long as you don't specifically call out those people, said people, what if, it is okay. Okay, what if you say this? Is this appropriate? What if you're like, I think getting rid of Sala was dumb and you shouldn't have done it and I didn't and now I had a good game week. Is that appropriate? Mm. Oh my God, you are uh, such a snowflake. I, Why are you saying, I think mm. that's. I think that's fine. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, don't, I think dumb might be uh, construed the word. as, you know, a little harsh. But it might hurt someone's feelings. I mean, yes. Yeah. I think it could hurt people's feelings. I don't know. I, um, I, I, I just can't. I don't completely agree. I, I think that, like, unless you're saying at Jacob Close, you suck and you're bad at FPL. Like that's that's about the only place that the line can be drawn for me. The the reality of it is it's it's like a game and peop th- when you play a game there's winners and there are losers. Not everyone wins. I'm sorry. This isn't a like everyone gets a medal every game week. Most game weeks suck. We've talked about that over and over and over. And like I'm not going to be the one either that is going to say like it's just a game. Get over it because a lot of people really this is their escape. I get that. Like this is their fun. This is their one of their main hobbies and that's great, okay? But like part of having hobbies is having ups and downs, right? Like it's not always perfect and if you're going to compete, that's kind of how it goes. I I mean, I'm not advocating for being mean to one another, but I also I guess what I'm trying to say is like we have to take everything people say, especially online with like a grain of salt. Like I talk so much trash with other people and people tell me how terrible I I am at the game. And I'm going to be honest, like it doesn't bother me one bit. It's part of the banter. It's, it's part of the fun. Um, No one actually intends to hurt any feelings. And maybe there are people that once in a while do, and, and those people should be shamed. But I don't know, man. I think that people are getting a little, uh, a little bit too wound up about it. So I shouldn't go and cry after every podcast? <laughs> oh, no, you should. I, I am trying to break you mentally. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely trying to hurt you. Somebody on the live uh, chat says, at some point, I should uh, I should be using the Jake voice. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I hate my life. That's you. Yeah. 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 Uh, Keith writes in, is there an official approved by Jake list of acceptable uh, positions to ask questions about each week along with their allowed place in the pod? Are, have you been strict lately? Is that why he's asking that? Or is it a second? No, because uh, I think I made the goalkeeper joke because we ended the pod on a goalkeeper question. I feel like that's fine. I like goalkeeper questions. I just didn't want to end the pod on one. Oh. That's just poor organization skills by Marco. Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Let me ask. That is... let, no, 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 no. Before you take another step in the in wherever you're going, let me ask you a question, Jake. How many podcasts have we done? Do you know how many? Over a hundred. Yeah, about 117. I think that's. I think this is 118 now that we're doing today. How many of the podcast sheets have you put together for us? I think two and a half. <laughs> 
And and tell me what you said after you put the first one together about how easy it was and it just wasn't a big deal. I was like, that took a lot. <laughs> so don't you dare say that that was my fault putting the pod together. Don't you dare. Um, okay. The uh, the other little kind of big picture question before we get into FPL again. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to save it. Um, I'm going to save that for later. Some people had asked about like the idea and i haven't talked about it for a while but like patreons and why they exist and and we'll talk about that a little bit later let's um i think we should get right into our teams though we actually both had really similar game weeks so um not a lot to pick apart between the two of us but it'll be good to do that and then look at the slack team um and talk a little bit about where people are at in leagues because we've had so much time off since the international break um so why don't you start with your team and 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 quickly like how did you do yeah, so overall in the top million, which I guess is like good for me this year, um, 72 points, the average was 55. Um, <clears throat> I was talking about how I hate the high points thing because um, people just build a new team every week to like get the, the high points and like build a team of like all Brighton players or all Villa players. It's annoying, but whatever. Um, anywho... Fernandez was my captain, um, which was good. Good choice. He's a great player. Um, let me pause, dropping let me dimes. Pause you, for a minute. you know, one thing I just thought about. So people what? do that every week, right? Where they make like teams just for the week. I guess I never considered that those teams could inflate that average score. I mean, I don't know. I wonder how many of them there actually are. Do you think there's a lot? Because they're set, right? There's like seven and a half million players this year. So would you, you would need a pretty significant amount of weekly created teams, right? To, to, yeah. to really influence that. But do you think, do you think there's that many being made? I don't know. I wonder, uh, you know what you could, oh, well, you know what you could do to see, I mean, unless people are going in and deleting their teams, but you could go look at the growth each week of total players, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, side project. Somebody figure that out. All right. You go for it. Tell me. Um, okay. Keep so going. yeah. Fernandez probably should have come away with more points, but I, I love how the fact that Man U, like, I, I love having Fernandez because, man, you get a penalty every game. every game. So I really enjoy having him on my team. Um, he's probably going to be a keeper for the rest of the season for me, barring injury. That was, and then, a, uh, that was another big, like, FPL community one. People with yeah. Fernandez are so lucky. Like, the dude yeah. gets a penalty every other game. Like it's there's no luck there's nothing about that that's lucky it's just literally the way it works for Manchester United how do you not know yeah and and I don't I don't know I don't probably watch enough of Man United but I've watched their games and like they kind of deserve I would say the majority of them like that's just kind of where they are in the box and like Martial and Rashford are kind of good dribblers and you know stuff like that so but whatever um and and he just provides so much like shooting wise and assist potential so whatever great player yeah whatever um, dcl that was the other guy I, I had the vice captain on him i wish i would have captained him but i don't think i've nailed my captain once this year and that's fine i mean fulham are bad we all know that so two goals 
triple bonus points, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And so 13 Jimenez and Adams got assists each up top for me, which wasn't terrible. Adams got some bonus points too, even. And then Chilwell with the clean Robertson. I'm glad I held on to him. I mean, I'm still surprised he's only owned by, I think he was less than 18% when this game week started and now he's been re-owned. Um, and then Chilwell again, he's, he's like the best defender ever. Um, he's only not had a clean once while he's been on the team, um, which is pretty absurd. That's, that's six for seven or no, sorry, five for six. Um, and then, you know, the Lamptey red card was great. I didn't see it. I got to watch that. Four for six though, but yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah, you're right. Cause he just got a return in the mm-hmm. other game that they lost the clean. Okay. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> so overall pretty good. I mean, Salah was out for me. I didn't move on with him. I'm just holding. I had enough players, so I'm happy about it. Yeah. You, you beat me on that move. I, um, I decided to shuffle and drop yeah. Salah for KDB. Well, let's, uh, I was going to say, let's hear about it. <laughs> oh, thanks Jake. Great transition. Uh, I had 71 points, so not a bad game week. I was really hoping to beat you this game week, especially coming off my wild card, but so she goes. Uh, the, the Zaha thing not showing up really sucked. Uh, there was talk about Wilson possibly playing. I probably went to start him, but he didn't. And then I benched Aileen with six points, which kind of sucked too. Um, so wait, who came on for you then? Uh, Kilman. Um, oh okay yeah yeah that was rough yeah that sucked so kind of a downer but it's just how it goes um all in all a good game week um so mccarthy with like the absurd clean sheet lost but still triple bonus and eight saves game gotta love that <laughs> uh he's been holding on to him what has been a big move for me um because i thought about moving him from martinez like in week three or week four yeah i did that yes yeah, when was that that you would have moved him pretty early right I- it was um it was literally when Martinez started to like suck. Yeah. I think I got I think it was after the Leicester game where he got nine points, so he's had three, zero, six, and one. Yeah. He's um yeah. so McCarthy's been really quite good. Since game week three, he has returns in one, two like and for me returns for a goalkeeper is just more than two points. You know, like mm-hmm. he has one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six since game week three. Uh, of more than two points, six games. Um, so pretty pretty solid. So he, he did good. Robertson, Chilwell, Masuaku, pretty happy with all those guys. Again, I, if I would have played Aileen, uh, that really would have helped. Um, Fernandez captained. My midfield, I'm a little frustrated with. Like The whole idea for me was to go heavy midfield at Rodriguez, Grealish, KDB, and Zaha. And I had returns of two, one, two, and zero from those guys. Uh, Bamford with a standard bam, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am game. Uh, a million XG, 87 shots in the box, 47 potential big chances created and missed, uh, and two points. So he, um, I don't, I don't know if that's a knock on him though. Watching that game, Leno made some ridiculous. Yeah, saves. yeah, he had, uh, he had Bamford had two shots from point blank that Leno made just absurd saves. And then he had another header that he knocked off the post. So um, I love I love owning him. I you know I think that he's I actually would argue that of, he is the best of all the low price strikers. Um, I made I don't know if it's a mistake, but like yeah, it's a mistake. I should just admit that I don't have Dominic Calvert Lewin in my team, and I decided to go with Bamford over him because uh, I thought Bamford's stats were strong enough to 
to warrant the less money. You know, he costs 6.1 now. At the time, I bought him at 5.7 uh, or 5.8. And DCL uh, was just so much further forward in terms of expense. The problem is he just scores – Dominic Calvert-Lewin scores every week. So it's it's a little frustrating for me. But overall well, – the hard thing the hard thing is he's owned by 60%. Right, right. He's, I think he's the highest owned player in the game right, right now. So if he scores, I'm just fu- – like it's over, right? The game week's yeah. done. That's the problem. So – you know, that's why when people say you need to have differentials, you need to, you know, get the players that no one else has. It's so stupid. It's such a dumb line. Like, you know, you got to have nine of your players need to be the top owned players in the game uh, out of your 11 yeah. that start. Maybe you have one guy or two guys that are like semi differentials. So I I got some stuff to figure out with my team. I mean, you know, we can chat in the second half of, of the pod a little bit more about like, so Grealish, I don't know what his deal is. He got like a he's in trouble again, you know, like in court. Rodriguez has sucked. Zaha has COVID. Um, you know, I dropped Salah, which was maybe dumb. I thought he would be out for two game weeks, but it sounds like he's cleared. Brought in KDB, with, you know, for a city team that's just like seems to be worthless. Although they did have they did create for the first time a few decent chances in the game, despite not scoring. Um, so I don't know. Team kind of sucks, but it's all good. Um, overall rank though to 1.5 million. So I've halved my rank from three mil to 1.5 million, two game weeks. So we'll be okay. Hopefully in the next two game weeks back in the top mil and then start climbing towards top hundred K. Um, that's kind of the plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a bright side to everything, you know, you're Mr. Brightside, Jake. Yeah, I try to be. Yeah. You missed a dumb side. Uh, the Art of the Hive finished on 69 points, and everyone had fun with the sexual connotations of what that means. Jake, care to explain? No, I'm not sure I get it. Do you want me to send you pictures? No, I'm okay. You sure? Because yep, I could do a I'm video. Awesome. I know you're more of like a, you know, what do they call that? Kinest- Visual kinesthetic learner. learner. You like to do. Yeah, kinesthetic. You know, you like to do. Yeah, no. I'm good. Thanks, though. Okay. Something to think about. Uh, so 69 points, game week rank of 1.4 million, overall rank of 1.1 million. So the team's doing doing well after kind of a, a, a lesser game week. Or no, a good game week. Good game week last week um, and kind of a lesser game week the week before. So a little bit of recovery for the team. Uh, Martinez and goal, Cresswell, Chilwell, um, Lamptey, kind of a downer with the minus one. Held on, though, to uh, Sun and Kane, which seems to be the thing that everyone should be doing after last week I told everyone not to. Um, yeah, we both. That's the one thing we messed up. Yeah, we haven't messed anything else up this year. Um, no, nah, that's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, left Dallas on the bench uh, with, with the five points, which is kind of a downer. But, um, you know, I, I think against Arsenal, you just always start your defenders, right? Uh, oh yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I'll tell you, I don't follow as many games as I would like to, but I've watched a lot of Arsenal games. Their offense is atrocious. Yeah, they're actually one yeah, of the worst so, in the league, I think. Yeah, they get like one or two good chances a game, and if they can't score, which we know like most of their players can't, and Obama Yang's very like ice cold. Um, yeah, I, I, Arsenal to me is like I, I almost hate myself defensively. Wait, just they've stop actually there. improved. I hate myself. I hate myself. I I actually uh, got rid of um, Jimenez, but I kept my Wolves defender because I'm I'm not. I mean, 
if they score, they score. But I'm not worried about them scoring against the Wolves. I just don't. I don't really see it. So yeah. So you're gonna you'll start you'll start Semedo against Arsenal. Yeah, I'm starting Semedo for sure. He probably will bang an assist. Um, if anything. Yeah. So, but I, I, well, we'll talk about it later. But you know, well, our teams have become more and more the same. Yeah, the, the, the Wolves are pretty anemic. <laughs> uh, Arsenal are pretty anemic, though. It is crazy. Um, yeah. okay, so let's do, uh, let's do leagues, huh? What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'll do dive. Uh, you do the PSL uh, Super League. So, um, in tenth, the Blackjacks. Uh, ninth, Cruise Control. Eighth, uh, Runjin. In seventh, Numerator. Sixth, Blue Panther. Fifth, Show Me the Mounier. Fourth, Eli Reg Champ. In third, Like a Virgil. In second, uh, Sarupku. And in first, first, FC Dre. With uh, 76 points, 619 overall uh, points, and an overall rank of 8,149. Not bad. Not bad. We need to get somebody back up into like the top, you know, thousand. That's really what we want. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So number five for PSL, new team Mo Newman. Um, number four, the teeth of Suarez, Patty Pa. Number three with a game week score of 87. Wow. Um, Patrick Coyle. Uh, number two, Sporting Cyburns, Gaz FPL. Um, and then number one, show me the Mooney, uh, Connor Murray with a solid game week score of 77. He must have heard me make fun of him last week. Ouch. Yeah. So. Got it. You got him. You got him. Um, all right, cool. Uh, the only other thing that we'll just quickly mention in the the pod this week is the the head to head league sponsored by Masterstroke Dildos, which has all of like uh, our, our our Patreon members and everybody in it. Um, and I think the only point to be made is that um, Bobby Love lost. Nice. And who did he lose to? Uh, I think that would be you. That yeah. was me. You suck, Bobby. That's all I have to say. Um, Jake, we do have a loss in translation today to be used in the second half of the pod. Oakwell, FPL Oakwell wrote it in and said, now I'm off for some slap and tickle. That means sex, I think. I think so, yeah. Do you want to do some slap and tickle? No, I'm good. Thank you, though. I'm going to ask one more time, but this time, if you don't respond properly, I'm going to get mad. No, no means no. 50 no's and a yes means <laughs> yes. It's one of my favorite family guy clips with Sean Connery. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, we should have played that when he passed. That would that should be a, should have been at his, his funeral, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's um let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh we'll get into a handful of questions and talk about captains, okay? All right. Stay tuned claustrophobic in this closet oh is there a lot of laundry in there like dirty dirty clothes always it's always like it's just a mess in here i just i don't even know how she puts that many clothes on yeah i I don't know either i really don't all right all right second half of the pod (laughs) yeah (laughs) wives am i right yeah can't live with them can't live with them (laughs) guys saying things that they say to each other but not in front of their wives <laughs> that section of the pod yeah that should be i have too many people listen to that you can't put that in there that, too many people listen. that's all going in in. that's all going into the pod no yeah. no yeah because i know you don't know how to edit out your own shit so that's all going into the podcast uh... <laughs> 
If you were a smart man, She's... you'd go back in, you'd edit it out. You'd just be like, that never happened. It doesn't even exist. But you don't even know how to scrub your own data. So that's what you get. Going in the pod. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's start the second half. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. I want to start off with a, just a, another controversial topic by FPL Virgin. He says, what do you say to people who take issue with FPL pods having a Patreon? Um, that's an interesting question. Uh, what do you say, Jake, to people who take issue with pods having a Patreon? Well, I, I'm not sure I... I guess I'll just say this. I feel like if you do a Patreon and you do separate things for the Patreon, that's completely acceptable. But I like pods that provide all of like the, the regular pod resources like we do, which I think most of the pods do. I guess I'm not 100% on that. Um but I, I have no issues with it. Like, that's that's the whole point. And, you know, Patreon isn't something that you have to join. Um, and I think that most of the pods still provide, you know, a lot of weekly advice and topics. And, and, and there's you don't have to donate a single dime to them for that. Yeah. And so I don't really get that argument. Again, I think, like you said, too many snowflakes in the world today, like, toughen up. A little bit. Yeah, I my big thing is this: like, you don't you, like you said, you don't have to be part of it. And and we have a pretty small community of people. I think we're we're now up to about like twenty five people that contribute every month or something like around there. Um, and and there, you know, some people online will say, well, why would you ever pay for FPL advice? Like they're they're not paying for FPL advice. Have you listened to our podcast, you fools? Like, yeah, we give you some ideas and we talk a little bit about the game and. And we have fun, but like most of the people listen to the podcast because they want a little bit of condensed FPL information so that they don't have to look through all of Twitter to figure it out or go online and read a bunch. And they like the, the a little bit of entertainment. You know, I'm not saying our pod's perfect by any means, but it's just a fun podcast. And, and that's what it's supposed to be. They also realize, these folks, that like it's not free. We joke about being rich all the time, but it's so expensive to run a website and run hosting and have microphones and and to and the time to like prep a podcast and to interact with people and they're just appreciative of that. So, I don't like like what I guess I don't like. You can call the podcast out, go for it. Say to the podcast, you know, screw you guys, you shouldn't be charging money. That's fine. But do not call the people out that decide, you know what, I want to support that podcast. You know, fuck you if you're doing that. I, 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 a couple people have really like wound me up about that online. I don't normally care about stuff um, online, and, but and I talked about that earlier. Like you shouldn't be offended by things. But this is, I think it's unfair to, uh, you know, to target people for wanting to support creators. And there's a lot of good creators out there. Let me just say that. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's just you know Jake and me. Like. There's a lot of really good podcasts. In fact, every day I log on to Twitter, it seems like someone has started a new podcast, which is a little absurd, but good for everyone else that wants to do it as well. Um, so that's my little rant on that topic. You know, like there's a lot of really good podcasts out there. If you listen to them and you support them, like understand that it's a form of entertainment. Understand that, you know, we spend money to run the podcast. It's not free. 
Um, and we spend a lot of time getting it together. I know that it sometimes sounds like our podcasts are just completely random, but but we do have to spend time to put them together. So that's my response. Anything else you want to add, Jake? No, I think I think that's all very, very fair. Yeah. Anyways, um, we have moved over now from Slack to Discord. So if you're part of the, the Slack and, and want to be involved in the Discord, um, you just have to reach out, um, theartofthedive at gmail.com um, or uh, via Twitter, uh, direct message. Um, you can check me out, check us out there and send us something. Um, you know, all of our, our Patreon members are in there. Uh, it's been kind of fun. Um, Discord's nice. It allows us to do some live chat. We were trying to do that earlier. We actually had to shut the live chat down. We had some um, mic interference issues with, with it, but we're going to continue to work on it. We'll sort it out. We might try something. We've talked about trying something via YouTube as well. Um, so, so we're working on all those things, but, uh, you know, we're always looking for, for people to join that group, that community that want to support and to make Jake and I more rich, um, which is good. Um, Jake and I actually, fun fact, people probably wonder like, what do you do with the money that you get? We've, uh, we put it all together in a small investment account. That's not, not a joke. That's actually what we do. We put it into a small account and we're not exactly sure what we want to do with it yet, but we've talked about, obviously we use it to cover, um, our costs when we need that money. Um, so whenever a cost is incurred, we use it. And then um, what we're hoping is that someday, you know, probably not soon, but someday, like we have grown the account enough with a little bit of money to like, um, you know, I think this is what a lot of other pods have done, but maybe we would be able to make a, uh, you know, buy tickets to like a big game or something like that, you know, like where Jake and I could pay, buy our own playing tickets, but then have enough money to afford tickets to like a nice match over in Europe someday. Come, come watch some prem games. Have you ever been to a prem match, Jake? No. Would it be, if we went anywhere, would it be, have to be an Arsenal game? No, no, I would watch whoever. Um, I'd prefer for it to be like Burnley Crystal Palace. Yeah. (laughs) So Chris Wood Uh, done. Although it it would be strikers. It would be fun to, to see Sean Dyche. Like that would be yeah. fun, and Roy Hodgson actually. Like, but the only thing is, I would worry. Like, I like Green Street Hooligans come comes to mind there. So, oh, or, isn't well, that the that reason we're going West? Yeah, that would be West. So, we can so like that would, yeah, that would concern me. When Frodo Bag, I don't want Frodo Baggins was fighting. Was it Frodo die. that was fighting everyone? Yeah, it was Frodo <laughs> with the ring. <laughs> I'm just so trying to return the ring, Sam. <laughs> like, <laughs> and everyone's just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's like a popular movie in England. I don't know. Green, Someone tell us. I'm curious. Green Street Hooligans? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. We should probably talk about FPL. Um, yeah, let's get to it. So, uh, you know, we'll start. It's Apparently, it's the FPL Virgin Show. He wrote a lot of questions. Good job. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Um, he, he wrote in, uh, please read out how many goal attempts Fernandez had against West Brom, along with how many chances uh, he created in the game, plus his XGI minus an XG of... 0.78 for the penalty and tell me the truth were fernandez captainers just plain lucky um well we talked about that a little earlier people were all kind of wound up about that weren't they um about about fernandez and his uh and him being i'm getting being i'm getting wound up by mark's questions today well i think he's being i think he's being facetious right so yeah. Um, in game week nine, uh, Bruno created six chances. He led the league uh, in the game week. Uh, the next mm-hmm. uh, next closest was uh, Milner with five and um, the Dinge with four. Uh, so clearly he created the most chances. Um, you know, I think that 
I don't know. If, did you watch the game? No, I didn't get a chance to. I, I see what he's saying now. Yeah, Thank you, Mark. yeah. I so he, um, so he actually, um, so he actually, the, the one or two of the chances, literally, like put balls on guys' feet right in front of the goal, and they missed. You know, like they didn't mm-hmm. score. So I think, like, the idea of the question was like, did he actually get lucky? Um, no, he did not get lucky. He played uh, quite well and uh, and performed quite well and. Um, and I think people need to kind of like get over this whole like, well, if he gets a penalty, it's lucky. Like, that's the reason you pick people. People were saying that about Salah earlier in the year because he had a couple penalties. And like the reason you and I were like, we want Salah was because he was on penalties. That So is that lucky? Yeah, no. And that's not going to change with VAR. VAR is going to create more. I think mostly, you know, referees prior to VAR don't want to give penalties because they don't like – it's a subconscious thing as a referee. Now, I'm not saying I ever refereed at a level like this, but you don't want to ruin the game with your decision. So you want to be 100% sure that it's a penalty. Um, but with VAR, like, it, you know, you, you're you missing these. You're like, oh, I don't know if it's 100%. I'm not going to call it. And then VAR's like, nope, it was. And you're like, oh, yeah, it is. There you go. Right. So like with VAR, you're going to have a lot more penalties. So it's going to make a big difference throughout the year. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I think that you have to remember as well, like when you look at Bruno Fernandez's expected goal involvement for this game week, it was two. Like he led the entire league in expected goal involvement, um, an XG of 0.91. So of course <clears throat> the penalty helps that significantly, like, like Mark was saying, uh, but the XA of 1.11, um, and didn't get any assists. So that's just kind of how it goes. Like, you want players that are just involved more. I know that that sounds way too obvious, but like sometimes that's as simple as I make it. I just look at, okay, what was their expected goal involvement? And people will be like, well, that's a stupid stat. Expected goals. Like, why didn't they? You just look at real goals. Like, well, all expected goal involvement tells me about the player is are they putting the ball in dangerous areas for their teammates to score? Are they shooting the ball in dangerous areas or with enough volume that they could potentially score? And of course, there's there's layers to that about you know their conversion rate. Are their teammates actually good? But the reality of it is you just want to create volume, right? Volume of chances, to me, is the most valuable stat. And right now, using XGI or XG, are, are two really good ways to have a good feel for that. And Fernandez performs great in those areas week in and week out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's yes. I, the only other thing I want to say is if you want to call a player out for being lucky, why not call Kane out against West Brom? You know, he, he flicks in a header because Johnstone came off his line and went into no man's land. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's lucky. Yeah. So that, more like an error on the opponent. I mean, yeah. rather than like this, but, but I don't know. You could argue that actually, Jake, you could argue that with like, you know, a penalty is technically an error by a defender, right? Fair. So, Fair. so now what, yeah. you know, now we're fucked. You've backed well, us Well, but I guess I'm just saying like Kane's XGI in his West Brom game was much lower than mm-hmm. what Fernandez's was. So I agree with you. Look at that. Like that's how, I mean, that hasn't helped us this year for whatever reason. Right. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah. That's yeah. True. Um, Wilson writes in Zaha to to Jota, asking about that. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on Zaha to Jota? 
Yeah, a lot of Jota questions, I'm sure, coming in. Um, Jota's a risk, no matter how you want to spin it, because with Salah healthy, he's mostly going to be coming off the bench unless, you know, Champions League will start back up. I like Jota, but I think he's a risk if he's your fourth midfielder. I think you need to find a way to get him in as your fifth midfielder. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think he's going to keep converting in these little 20, 25 minute spans where he's getting a return every game week, but I like him. So I would still say yes. Yeah. The problem with Zaha now is it looks like he'll be out for this next game week against Newcastle. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that you really wanted him was for this run of like, you know, he had uh, Leeds Burnley and then uh, Newcastle and West Brom, and then it gets kind of a little bit harder. Tottenham, West Ham, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Leicester, Sheffield, Arsenal, Man City, West Ham, Wolves. So he's gone, right? Like you're gonna, mm-hmm. you got to get rid of him. So now he's he's going to miss Newcastle most likely. I, I'm a little. Everyone keeps saying like, oh, it's the 10 day rule after a negative test, and I, I'm not 100 percent sure like on how everything's applying to these players. I know everybody says like they know the rules, but then I'm never quite sure if that's actually what's happening. So we'll have to see with him. He's most likely going to have to go for me. I don't know though, for me, if, if uh, Zaha out for Jota is the move. I'm pretty nervous. Like you said about the whole Sala situation. I, I mean in their, their best lineup, I don't think includes him. Does it? I don't I don't think so, but he does he is a great like play off the bench. He's probably gonna be the best sub for the rest of the year. I just that's I don't like owning a sub player. He's kinda like Mares last year. It's risky and you don't know whether to start him or not because you don't know if he's gonna play. And I don't like that yeah. for FPL. Unless they change shape a bit. I mean I know earlier in the year yeah. they, they started with him in a match with Firmino, Mane, and Salah, and they had moved from kind of their more traditional 4-3-3 to a 4-2-3-1, and they played Firmino kind of in that number 10 role, Jota on one side, Mane on the other, and Salah up top. Um, So maybe, maybe they do something like that, right? Because Salah's kind of comfortable in that central role. If that's the Mm -hmm. case, then then I feel like even more so that I need Salah in the team. Okay, good, good. Um, is Abraham a viable option? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, I like him. I really do at 7.2. I, I think the problem is there's so many other good options still, like Bamford and DCL are, I think, must-owns um, for right now until things change. And so he would be your third um and and even guys like i mean chase still like che is 5.9 and you know he's had 11 8 5 7 7 and then you have watkins you know pretty good wilson you know so so there's there is a plethora of forwards to choose from but i do like abraham with chelsea i think he's a little bit above them with the fact that chelsea are going to continue to score probably two or three goals a game um you're obviously paying a little bit more but i i think i'm going to find a way to get him in um we just kind of a spinoff of this question i like zayich I just don't know how many goals he's going to score this year. He's going to be one of those guys that just like double digit assists, but goals are going to be hard for him to come by. Okay. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. Um, Wilson finishes her questions with, what should I get my husband for Christmas? I think mm-hmm. some slap and tickle. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whatever his hobby is, just get him stuff for that. What if his yeah, hobby is that's... slap and tickle? Yeah, there you go. Done. Slap and tickle. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Slap and tickle. <laughs> yeah. That's Math- going to be my answer when people yeah. ask me. Yeah. And be sad uh... would be your other answer. Um, yeah. Matthew Hall writes in Sala, Bruno, KDB, Son, Kane. What is your order or preference? Uh, the PSL patrons have agreed to buy you Dominic Calvert-Lewin for Christmas. Please let us know <laughs> who you want to transfer him for. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Was it was Vardy last year. It's DCL this year. Yeah, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Um. What is your preference? I, you know, for me, it's so hard for me because I, I don't love like Spurs still, but they just are banging <laughs> goals. I'm doing such a bad job, I think. And I know. Yeah. And I think I would actually right now, I probably take Kane over Sun. I know that just because of the penalties. Oh, wow. That's what I think. Um, you know, KDV, Bruno, and Sala. Um, right now, City have been so terrible lately. And so. I brought KDB in to my team, you know, but but it's hard to watch them play. They're just so off as a group. Um, who would you say of those five is your number one? I think for me, if he's healthy, Salah's my first pick. Yeah, I think. Oh man, I mean, if you're if you're taking in price and everything, I would have Sun higher up than you are. But Sun is very game dependent, high lines. Um, but I do like Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace a little bit more than what I initially thought. So um, I would probably agree with you. It'd be like Sala, and then I think Fernandez and Sun. Um, and then Kane, and I'd hate to say this, I think KDB might be last until I see more. Yeah. A great player, yeah. but like the only reason I don't like Kane still is he didn't have a single shot on goal against Man City, and so I wonder what's going to happen against these tougher teams. I'm sure he's bound to score against like Arsenal, but his price, he just he has to do so well to like you know outperform the other guys like oh king getting an assist this week didn't hurt me um all three of my forwards outscored him right so right that's true yeah i that yeah i guess you're right that's the biggest thing is that just at uh, at the forward line space for you to fill you only have three spots and they're all there you can get so many cheap guys in for less yeah that said kane is blazing i mean he's returned like every game we call a year so that sucks true 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 yeah but we'll see how that continues. I'm more willing to take that risk and have a Sala Fernandez, Son, Zayech midfield, you know, yeah. personally. Um, okay. Oakwell says, I took Sala out for Bruno. Is it worth getting him back in for Brighton and Wolves? M writes in, Salah's back earlier than expected, given how lucky Fernandez is. Uh, is it worth swapping him for Sala for a minus four? Um, I'm going to say not worth it for a minus four. I'm bringing him back in 12. That's what I'm going to do. They play, um, I think, Fulham. Uh, in game week 12 and I'll bring him back uh, and he will be my captain and he will win me FPL. What are your thoughts if you got rid of him like I did? Mm. I guess if you're going to captain him this week, you can bring him back. But if not, <clears throat> try to try to manage. There's other good cap- captain options depending on what your team looks like, though. So I agree. Um, just a couple more questions. Uh, we're going to jump to Garf here, who says, with so many players scoring well, is this the perfect opportunity to go with a more fragile trait in selecting your players and go with uh, 
total ownership to climb the ranks. So looking at like the idea being that there's a lot of players that you could pick instead of another player. So he gives the examples of Vardy at 25% ownership versus Kane at 45, Salah uh, at 27% ownership versus Sun at 57, Jota at 15% ownership over Grealish at 40. Um, I, I, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. I think the more, majority of your team should be filled with uh, high ownership players. Now, to me, like if you're considering Salah over Sun and you have the funds to go either way, Salah is an e- easy pick to me just because the fixtures are slightly better. Um, but if you can do both, like that's not a bad idea either because um, then you have the coverage yeah. of that high ownership of Sun. Now, I know you probably yeah. can't have both of Vardy and Kane. I would probably be looking at Vardy given the fixtures that are coming up, but um, you know that that's a, not a high risk because Vardy's going to be in the team every week and he's on penalties and you know similar situation there. Jota over Grealish. He's like a weird. He's like a weird injury concern right now for me though. I don't know if he's like faking it. No, I'm sure he's oh, not, but yeah. he just keeps like hurting his groin every game. But I do like him. I I get what Garf's saying and I I like that idea. I think of the three though. Jota would be the one I'm yeah would go with out of these. Oh, three. you would go with. Well, Jota? I, Salah, I thought you were going to go the opposite Salah. and say I wouldn't. No, I I th- I think so because I don't I don't know what to make of Villa this year. I just don't. I I don't. Yeah, like statistically, Graylish is good, but it, it's so game dependent. But I don't know. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with like where he's playing on the pitch. So when Barkley left, he kind of got pushed a little bit more wide, I think. And that, that I think, hurt him performance-wise. Mm-hmm. He gets isolated yeah, out there. Um, that's a good comment. So Mark's asking about, FPL Virgin asked about captain shouts. If you don't own heavy-hitting captain options with plum fixtures for the upcoming game weeks, because there are some really good fixtures for guys, namely Salah, KDB, and Vardy, should you wildcard, he says. I don't think so. I think that you should just take a hit. Yeah, take a hit. This has been the year for hits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but um, you or, probably or how does your one train? Is there? Yeah, is there anybody that doesn't have one doesn't, of those three yeah. and can't get to one of those three in one move? Yeah, I don't. And also, I guess I don't love Fernandez against Southampton, um, but like Fernandez too, or like yeah. Even Sun, like, is it wrong to captain Sun this week? You know, like, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Um. All right. Well, we got to kind of wrap things up because we have a million things to do. But um, what are your plans for the week, Jake? I made my move. Already? Um, yeah. Oh, I hope, I hope you get fucking burned with Champions League and coronavirus. What did, ah, what did you do? Will I? I went to Bamford. Oh, okay. Jimenez to Bamford. So right, now I hope you don't get burned. Yeah. Well, because you'll you'll get burned too. Yeah. Yeah. No, Bamford's just his underlying stats are fantastic, and surprisingly, Everton have been defensively very very poor. Um. So I like that. Um. Frees up some funds for me to to kind of maybe either get Sun back in or do some stuff with my midfield. So okay. I'm okay with just fielding right now. Um a full team uh but lamptey with the red card hurts because he was my only sub so we'll see Mm -hmm. i haven't decided i might make a double move yeah i haven't decided yet i've got um the zaha issue for me is what i have to solve so if he's not gonna play he's probably gone but i'm not exactly sure how i want to do it yet my original plan was to hold this week and then have two transfers for next week yeah same but we'll, we'll see now um kind of what that looks like and and if i can shuffle guys around and still be comfortable with my team so 
Um, yeah. All right, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, the art of the dive, online, divefpl.com. Um, you can download our podcast anywhere where podcasts are downloadable. Please uh, leave reviews and share our podcast online. Help us out on Twitter, like, retweet. Those types of things really help our pod. Um, we've got a couple random things to finish out the pod, Jake. Um, do you have time? Can I read them or is your computer going to die? Uh, it's very close. Okay. We'll try it. All right. Let's try Let's it. Let's do it. Mark writes in, if Jake's wife ever can... Uh, conducts a thorough stock take of her company's wine inventory will jake be royally screwed and have some serious explaining to do i don't think so you don't steal wine do you no it would be her yeah yeah, she will have some explaining to do uh john wrote in a bad review from last week so i should read it well researched informative and great strategic talk from top fpl managers there are plenty of fpl podcasts that give you that this is the one you listen to after a bad game week safe in the knowledge someone else did worse their game week ranks letting you know how many players are in the game. But don't feel sorry for these guys. They're filthy rich. Beachfront houses, supercars, hot tubs, full of models, all funded by big fat Patreon checks. So, unlike other pods, when these guys promote something, you know they truly believe in it. Not silky smooth ball machines that haven't left their boxes, but masterstroke dildos. Oh, and standing desks to pod from. Gotta send, gotta spend your time researching something because it ain't FPL. Hurtful. It was a good one. Though. I need a standing desk, though, John. You're right. That would be. I actually have one at work. I have one that has is a machine. I hit like a button and it, it gets taller. Oh, gosh. We need that at work, too. Yeah. I'm so yeah. rich at my job, too. Uh, Kenny also did one. Um, I've come across this fantasy po- uh, soccer podcast by two American dudes who know nothing about how English football really works. It's led by Marcos, who is their fantasy version of Ted Lasso. That's a good one. Uh, an American football coach trying to teach the English how to play soccer. He also claims to be a real soccer coach. Confused already. Along with Marcos is his sidekick, Joseph, who pretends to be an emergency veterinarian, but is, in fact, a panam- a, panam- a pantomime? Pantomime? Pantomime. Yeah, pantomime horse. Our multi- mm-hmm. multi-millionaires who are masquerading as fantasy soccer advisors reeling in the dollars from a money laundering scam fund disguised as Patreon that buys them fantasy women, fast cars, and Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes. Each week they produce a podcast with fake information about English fantasy soccer in a bid to raise their own poor rankings. If you didn't think the podcast is funny, don't worry, Marcos and Joseph will keep reminding you how funny the podcast is. <laughs> Highly recommended. Uh, yeah, that one I read to my wife. She liked that one. Funny. It's it's a good job. Um uh all right well thank you you send more and those are funny uh i like to read them um we we appreciate it hope everyone has a great game week um sorry for the 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 brevity of the pod but um just have to keep it moving so let's get out of here i'm marco and i'm jay and remember you should die all right stop recording three three